Good morning. Today is Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. I've shared before some of the teaching of Rabbi Yosef Rimon. Rabbi Rimon is an Israeli scholar and teacher with outstanding expertise and uncommon humanity and sensitivity. He has just written something that perhaps no one else could have written. And though it is a response to a question in a specific context, not ours, it contains a deep lesson for every single one of us. Something that we have been discussing together recently is the experience of prayer with an emphasis on creating the proper mood and frame of mind, which is as essential as the words of prayer themselves, if not even more so. One aspect of this that we have not discussed recently is how we dress for prayer. Which clothing are we wearing when we play? When we pray, obviously we can pray under all circumstances, but what is the ideal form of dress when we pray? Because the clothing that we're wearing at any time is a significant aspect of what we experience and how we experience it. When we pray, we should feel and dress as if we are standing before the king, before God, before whom we are actually standing when we pray. Her rabbis quote a famous verse from the prophet Amos, Israel, prepare yourself to greet God in prayer. Prepare yourself, including, says our rabbis in the Talmud and codified in Shulchan Aruch, the code of Jewish law, dress as if you are meeting with a dignitary. Because, of course, you are. You're meeting with God. Okay, with that background, a rabbi at Camp Simcha asked Rabbi Rimon the following question. Now, you may have heard of this before. Camp Simcha is a Jewish two-week summer camp in upstate New York. It's a camp for children with the most serious illnesses. Children who are undergoing chemotherapy, repeated surgeries, and much more. Children who often spend most of their lives in hospital. And this camp exists to give these children a chance for two weeks in the summer to live as normal kids as much as is possible. It is an incredible effort with an outstanding staff who care for these children physically and emotionally and spiritually. And one feature of this camp 
is a number of the staff dress in costume. There are clowns, there are princesses, and there are others throughout the camp all day long in costume to help lift the spirit of these kids. So, the rabbi at the camp asked the following question. Can a person wearing a clown costume, for example, attend the daily minion and pray wearing that outlandish outfit? Certainly, a person would not greet a dignitary wearing a clown costume. Is it permitted for such a person to pray wearing that? So Rabbi Ramon begins his answer with what is considered proper dress for prayer, and he explains that that is a subjective question because the way people dress here is different, for example, from the way people dress in Israel. And the way people dress today is different than 20 years ago. And that's different than 200 years ago. And that's different from 2,000 years ago. Hakol tolui lefi minha kamakom. Everything depends on the place, on what is acceptable in that place. So there are no rigid objective standards other than wherever you are, you should dress appropriately in that context. So, for example, a patient in a hospital who's wearing pajamas is allowed to pray wearing pajamas because that's the normal dress in that context of Nebuch being in the hospital, which would not be appropriate to come to shul. It depends on the context. Or another example, very clear, is a person wearing a costume on Purim. On Purim, the holiday of Purim, many people wear a costume. Well, it's uh, an annual event that we see people wearing a costume and coming to shul and praying because on Purim, that is normal. That's appropriate. That's acceptable. Similarly, Rabbi Ramon rules, it's normal at Kant Simcha to wear costumes and therefore it is permitted to pray like that. Especially, he adds, when wearing a costume is for such a noble and high purpose to gladden the hearts of desperately sick children, it is certainly permissible. Now, that answer is straightforward. And I don't mean to sound arrogant by saying this. I may sound arrogant, but I really don't mean to say to, to, to sound that way. I am not in the same league as Rabbi Ramon by any stretch, but I could have given that answer and I would have given that answer. It's a relatively straightforward halakhic answer to this question. But Rabbi Ramon adds one more step, which is simply stunning. 
with deep implications for every one of us. Rabbi Ramon writes, of course he's writing in Hebrew, Yeshnu yesod chashuv shel kavona There is an important fundamental truth as we prepare to pray. A person is required to understand, to be aware that in prayer we are standing before God. That requires for a person to be filled with a love of every Jew. A person must pray to God from a stance, from an attitude, from a perspective of the love to every person and the worry to care for, to be sensitive to the needs of every single person. Nitan lageshes ulavakesh bakoshos gamalatsmenu. That's what we need. That is a prerequisite. That feeling of concern and care and sensitivity and helping others, that feeling is a necessary prerequisite to being able to pray for ourselves. He quotes the Arizal, the great Kabbalistic scholar, Rabbi Yitzchak Luria, who says, this is as reported by his student, Rabbi Chaim Vital, before a person begins to pray in the morning, a person must accept upon themselves the obligation, the commandment, to love your fellow as you love yourself. Because prayer is a service, a worship of God that is intended to take us to a higher and higher level approaching God, becoming intimate with God, and the introduction to that, the prerequisite for that, is the obligation to love others as we love ourselves. Madua, why? Why is that the case? Because Rabbi Ramon explains loving others and caring for others, raising the morale of others, is a condition necessary for loving God. One who loves God truly, he writes, is obligated to reach the level of loving others who are created in the image of God. And even more than this, the connection that we have to God is through our connection to each other. When we, the individuals who are praying in immediate vicinity of each other and with others in other locations, when we are connected to each other, then our connection to God has the potential to be strong and deep.
And therefore, the more kindness and compassion and sensitivity we feel and we have towards everyone else, the greater that is, that will determine how close we are to God's presence. And that will determine to what extent our prayers are accepted by God. Because when God sees within us that we care for others, that we want to help others, that we want to lift the spirits of others, then God responds to us in kind to do the same for us with our request to God. Deepening the relationship that we have with each other is a necessary and intrinsic part of praying to God. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.